Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, now this is the ticket text I was waiting for. Good morning, <laughs> 97.1 Costa and Jansen with Heather. 7.35, the future of college sports. What did the NCAA president have to say and why are we fighting about it off air? We'll fight about it on air at 7.35. Ticket Texter says, the struggle is real. I'm a guy that goes to a barber where two other barbers are there as well. I used to go to the one, of, one of the barbers, but he was sick. He did an awesome job. Now I go back and forth and I'm conflicted. Another person said, I would rather cheat on my girl than my barber. Ha! <laughs> this is a thing. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I suppose it depends on your options. The first texter, that to me, that's a tough one. I say you can't do that. Like if you're if you're going to cheat on your barber or your stylist, you have to go to a different salon. Like um, to me, I couldn't walk into my salon. If you're and cheating, see, or if you're just making a switch. Oh, either you you get out of there because if I walked in and saw my stylist and said like, "Oh hi," and then tiptoed to the chair down the lane or walked confidently well i wouldn't want her to see that was did you feel like you were rubbing her face in it you don't do that if you're gonna cheat on them i think you got to go to a different i I would go to a whole new salon this this is black men don't cheat on our barbers it's highly disrespectful another one says for context i'm a black man we don't cheat on our barbers i would cheat on my girl before my barber no joke jay in detroit you just really had to get get your hair cut you had this big event this thing where you were going to have Tons of pictures taken, and your barber was out sick. Couldn't do your hair. You just go with the longer hair. You don't get it cut by somebody else? I guess not. Well, the problem could be the end result. If you go to a different barber and well, they don't do so. That's part always of the, the gamble the you take part, when you cheat on somebody. <laughs> I mean, you don't like what you get? Right. <laughs> it's grass is not always greener on the other side. Uh, yeah. Right? I mean, yes, that is true. Um, but it could be a nice lush lawn. Oh, but it could be. It could be. It could be. That's the risk you have to. You're willing to take, I guess. Texter says your wife has curly hair. It's different. It's hard to leave someone you found. Mm-hmm. They can only cut. It is a thing I it learned is. with her. It's like it's very, very much a thing. The whole thing. You have mm-hmm. to very particular. And now the stylist comes comes and goes. When she's in town, mm-hmm. she'll do her hair. She hasn't been back. Your she's situation nervous. is a little different. She might be able to justify it, but she is struggling with it. And I, I didn't even it. realize, I'm like, why is this even stressful? Go get your hair done if it's bothering you. And if the other person doesn't like it, so be it. You're a paying customer. Yeah, I've I've done that. Uh, so uh, Bill at State Street Barber, he listens frequently. I go there every opportunity I have. But if my schedule doesn't permit, mm-hmm. then I'll go to someplace that's closer to home. And I've in in this place that's closer to home. It's right in downtown Plymouth. 
I've gone there and I've I, I started with one guy. I went to another girl, and they ap- actually happened to be right next to each other. <laughs> and I have no problem because I like how she cuts my hair. I prefer to go to Bill at State Street Barber, and we're Teddy's first haircut is, is going to come up sometime this week or next, and we're, I'm going to take him to Bill because that's where I know that's yes. what I like. And here's the thing: I don't care about going somewhere new. It's all about convenience. But part of that convenience, when I sit down, whether it's with Bill or you know the, the girl I go to right now, her name is Courtney, I sit down and I say, yep, yeah, same thing. Because I haven't changed my hairstyle since I was seven. <laughs> and so I don't want to sit down and sit and tell somebody, here's how I want it. Do, you know, use this on the sides, a little bit shorter on top. There's nothing I hate more than to d- describe somebody and then them not get it right and have to say, no, I want you to take some more off. 248-539-9797. So you've switched barbers or people in the same. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. have I. No. I have no problem Mm-mm. with that. At the same salon or yeah. same barbershop. No, you go to me, you go to one or you leave. I think that's, a, that's certainly no, the difference between. Well, you go back and see the, oh, same, the same one, person. Okay. Yeah. but you don't like hop around at the same salon and see multiple different stylists. So this is maybe just a big difference between men and women. If you got your hair cut, the person would know someone else did it. Right? Sure, but yeah. I'm also the person that would, would say, hey, you know, I had to stop somewhere else. Somebody okay. else cut it. I would be open and honest yeah. about somebody else doing my hair. Right, have can- you have you done Collins? Oh, Yeah. Do you do it on a regular basis now? Um, not now. I Oh, I always used to cut Colin's hair. Interesting. Right. I hate cutting men's hair, though. Yeah? I like color better. Yeah, I'd rather, I like, I, not men's, but I'd, I would rather color a woman's hair than cut a men's hair. Yeah, but hair. I don't think, I mean, a lot of dudes don't, don't do the whole color thing. They're no, just no, I'm not talking cut. about that. That's what I'm saying. I would rather do women's hair than men's hair in general. Like, okay. I'm not into cutting men's hair. Okay. I like, I'm more into the color. Okay. Of women's hair. Let's get to Z in Southfield. Z, good morning. You're on 97.1. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up? Um, it's not so much that I'm worried about cheating on my barber. I spent years and years looking for somebody to do what I want. I've always hated my hair. Um, and I found him a few years ago, and he's awesome, and he does it perfectly every time. But he goes home to Baghdad. Uh, every once in a while, so he's gone for weeks at a time. And uh, if I need a haircut, it's not so much that I hate cheating on him. Everybody else does such a horrible job. And uh-huh. I haven't found anybody to even be comparable. So I'll go weeks and weeks past when I usually get a haircut to much charging from my wife that I look <laughs> like. Uh, not good. And you look then, like uh, the, the Geico Caveman guy. Yep. ZD. I like I should probably be sitting out on the street and stop taking a shower. Do you ask um, him before you finish your, you know, his, say your last haircut, hey, what's the schedule look like? Are you going to be gone anytime soon or for how long? You, usually if there's like an event coming up, like a wedding or a holiday or something, yeah. Um, typically, no. Um, he goes I'd say maybe every six months or something like that. So it's not a lot. Yeah. But um, with my wife's stylist, who same thing, searched for one for such a long time and found a great one. If she's not available and my wife needs to go in and she can't, um, I probably stay a little longer at the golf course. 
Yeah. There you go. Yeah. See, appreciate it. Uh, another ticket texture says a woman's hairstylist is more than a hairstylist. It's her life coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, the things you talk about in that chair. Yes. See, I'm. That's, it's interesting because when I sit down, like I'll, I'll the pleasantries. How you doing? You know, and, and a couple of different things that you remember from last time. And then for the most part, I want it to be silent. You're, I you do want a not silent want. Haircut? I don't John. want to. Don't bother me with questions. You talk I don't for a want. Just I know. Have a I know. But have a conversation. I don't want to, to. That's why I want it to be silent. I do not want to be bothered by. Like I, I don't want to go through. My life doesn't need to be yours, and so I don't want to talk about it. You're right about relationship, though, with with the people that you spend that time with. I went and got a haircut a couple days after the Lions playoff loss. Yeah. Shots, like to, for, for to comfort. Oh, really? yeah. yeah. Went around, goes, hey, everybody's down. Poor shot for everybody. Yeah. You're right. That is like a relationship mm-hmm. you form yeah. with people. I know you're, now obviously you're a bearded man. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I've done, and I don't do this, I, I, like maybe once a year. And it's been, it's probably been a couple of years since I've done it. But to have somebody shave your face, oh, the great. whole, the whole, oh. Now that, if I found someone that I like to do on that on a regular basis. I would not cheat on them. Because you're trusting them with... Oh, that close to you? <laughs> yeah, that razor, <laughs> yes. Kathy, you got some perspective. Good morning. You're on 97.1. Hey, good morning, guys. So I worked in a salon for 20 years, and the main thing is communication. So what she should do is text her stylist and ask for a recommendation. Who do you mm. recommend while you're out of town? That way she's up front with her. She knows she's looking elsewhere, and it's not a surprise. Because I, when I worked in a salon, nothing worse than a stylist walking in and seeing their customer in someone else's chair. Because that is their money out of their pocket, and it just causes animosity between the stylist. And then it makes the, uh, the customer feel very uncomfortable. So just tell her to shoot her a text and okay. say, hey, I need my hair done. Who can you recommend while you're gone? Well, so and I they, think that'll work out great for her. My understanding, they do text because you're right. Heather's yeah. talked about it, the the friendship component, and this stylist said to her, "You're so loyal, you haven't cheated." <laughs> She'd be fine. I it, think she would be. I, I keep like telling her, just Reach go out. get your hair done while she's away. It's going to be fine. But I, what she said, like you don't don't go and sit in somebody else's chair at that same salon of the stylist you used to go see. Yeah. Okay. It just. Find somewhere else if you're going to do that. Ticket texture says, I like my haircuts to be like a trip to the urinal. No talking. Oh, yes. Vote thank for John you. Jansen. But you thank guys you. are also sitting in the chair for like 20 minutes, where yeah, no I'm sitting in a chair for like three hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, three hours of silence would be amazing. Would be amazing. John, you're going to start going in and getting like a. I almost fall like asleep. A scrub I mean, and like in, a scrub. Yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Fall asleep. Roy and Livonia, good morning. What's up, fellas? I agree with John. It's the uh, I'm just now experiencing this because I've had the same barber from like the age of six to forty two. Yeah. But to go in there and they ask you like, okay, do you want to use the clippers or the scissors on the side? And I feel like saying, I have no idea. I'm not a barber. Right. (laughs) Right. Why I came to you? Yeah. You're the expert. Do it. So yeah, yeah. I it's it's. It's very frustrating, but yeah, I agree with John. I, 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 I'm lost when they start asking me questions. No so, clue. Roy, here's what I did one time is I went and had, there was a picture that I found of, of, you know, me at a haircut that I had, you know, 
from my previous barber. I took it in. I said, this is what I want from you. But then you still get to say, oh, well, did they use this on the site? I don't know. Yeah, the guy that cuts my grass doesn't ask me, hey, do you want me to use the uh, ride-on or push-behind? He just does it. Right, right. That's what I'm looking for. Get the job done. Good stuff, Roy. Appreciate it. By the way, our winner for the Daniel Tosh tickets, they heard Dan Campbell say, say it. It's Zach from North Branch. He won a pair of tickets to see Daniel Tosh live at the Fox Theater June 15th. Ticketmaster.com or LiveNation.com if you want tickets, courtesy of Live Nation. It's 97.1. Hey, when it comes to managing your finances, you need a bank that gets you and is genuinely interested in your success. And that's why I bank with First Merchants Bank. Whether it's your business banking or day-to-day personal banking, First Merchants Bank's uh, First Merchants Bank is 100% interested in helping you prosper. First Merchants Bankers are attentive. They took the time to sit down with me and ask me questions about myself, my family, my goals, and then they worked with me to build a financial plan that fits my situation. They'll do the same for you, and when you make the switch to First Merchants Bank, you're also going to get access to their highly rated mobile banking app with innovative personal finance tools, plus they're deeply connected to the community and the needs of the community because it's theirs as well, and they volunteer and donate on a regular basis to local causes to ensure that we all prosper together. This, in totality, is the difference of 100% interest in you. For a better banking experience, visit firstmerchants.com. That's firstmerchants.com. First Merchants Bank, helping you prosper. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And live on Twitch. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash 97 won the ticket. Watch us, listen to us. Good morning, 97.1, 7.35, old school, new school, the NCAA president with some comments about the future of college athletics. Mm-hmm. We're going to butt heads on that. We brought up something fun. My wife has curly hair. She's very particular about her hair. Her stylist has since moved away but comes back occasionally, and she's caught. She doesn't want to, quote, cheat on her hairstylist, which I think is such a silly notion to begin with. But more and more people, we've had women, uh, men who are very particular with their hair. Yeah. This is a thing. 248-539-9797. I think for everybody, it's a little bit different. What what getting your hair cut means. For me, it's a matter. It's more about convenience. And so if it's, if it's more convenient for me to go to a place that's close to home versus one that I would normally go to at that moment, then I'm, I'm going to go to the one that's closer to home. But I would prefer to go to the one that I would regularly go to. Have you ever had a bad haircut from the more convenient location? Oh, yeah. And, and you, you still go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it, because it's, okay. for me, it's more about comfort and being able to 
it just I don't when I when my hair gets long, it gets curly and I my hats don't fit right. It feels like I've got 10 pounds sitting on top of my head. And then all of a sudden, when I get my hair cut, I'm like, oh, wow, my head feels so much lighter. It is a great feeling. It's a great feeling. And I would prefer, even if it's a bad haircut, I could put a hat on hmm. and and right. operate at full capacity with a hat on all day long. And we learned you want nobody talking to you while the haircut is taking place. That, that is probably Silence. the number one requirement. Silence. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hello. But, but thank you. Yeah. Hi friend. and thank you is about all you're going to get out of me. Mike and White Lake, what's up? You're on 97.1. Hi, um, Heather. Yeah. Even if you, I'm, I come from a house that's a bunch of ladies and a really cool dog. And if <laughs> you said what you said earlier to any one of those ladies, uh-huh. as far as, hey, it's okay if you go somewhere else and I won't be upset if you don't come back, I would be living in a burning hell for a month <laughs> because, because you fired my wife. Oh boy! So you it's look a at it as a firing, yeah. Ooh, I don't think I'd care. I mean, I've had clients when I got pregnant with Emily that I just wasn't up for doing their hair, and I've said, "Hey, you can go somewhere else. Here's who I see. Here's my, you know, recommendation." Heather, you need and to I be more cutthroat. And I don't, and I don't mind. You got to be. Apparently, you got to be cutthroat. This is life in the yeah, streets. But your livelihood doesn't depend on it doesn't. those haircuts. I know. Don, how do you look at it? Hey. First of all, Heather, I'm glad you're back. Shouts out to you. Thank you. Hope kids are well. Um, second of all, I'm from Detroit, but I moved to Atlanta, and I had to get a, a barber. And I am a black, so I go uh, four times a month. And my one barber that I had was uh, incredible. He was excellent. But uh, he was getting indicted, so he ran. So I had to go to the two other barbers where, that were at the shop. And I got the worst out of the three barbers. Now, what ends up happening was I was sneaking to from the bad barber that was in the third chair to the best barber in the first chair. And then I got caught. So I had to negotiate my release. I had to negotiate my release. Um, and it cost me, um, first of all, some drugs, um, a box of chicken, a fifth of Hennessy, and some Atlanta Hawks tickets in order for me to continue to go to the barbershop because I was sneaking around and I got caught. (laughs) This is incredible, Don. Don, you said you go four times a month, so obviously you're going every week. Do you have a set time every week that you fit that into your schedule? Oh, yeah. It's between 12.30 and 1.50 on Saturday afternoon. Wow. Yeah. He's got it down. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yep, get up, go to the sauna, and go go get a haircut. There you go. I love negotiating a release yep. from the barber. Fried chicken and fried chicken and drugs. He's, he's bargaining. He's like, I, I can yeah. give you some, but yeah. I, only a little. And that's hilarious. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. It's a real thing. I've learned yeah. and and continue to learn. It's a real thing. You don't mess around with it. It. I. It's so so to each their own. All right, and 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 if you're going to be loyal, um, or loyal to a fault, then you're going to have to find a way when you've got to make a change, to rationalize it and come to uh, what do they call that cognitive dissonance? Mm. You got to be able to f- to figure it out in your head as to how you're going to make this happen and still be able to live with yourself. Most people need to make a change because something isn't going right. Right. Like there, yeah, there's got to be a re- like you if you find someone, you sit down in their chair and they do a great job. Most likely you're going to stay there unless something is 
they move not or right. you move or, or your barber do- gets arrested or indicted as the last guy. Yes, <laughs> or they're just not doing what you ask for repeatedly. Like, yeah. hey, this is what I want, and you're never getting that outcome. That's why people usually, I mean, that's the only reason why you would want to cheat on your hairstylist. Or your barber. Frank, last word. You're on 97.1. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Welcome back, Heather. Thank you. Um, I'm kind of like Mark. Uh, I, and I'm sorry. I'm kind of like uh, one of the boys in the, there that said this morning, you, you would go to the place to get the maintenance done, right? And if it's closer to home, you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately for me, when I was growing up, my dad was a barber, had his own barbershop. So there was a chair in our basement. So it was pretty close. Yeah. Yep. Um, but my dad used to joke this and he used to tell us, you know, guys, the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut is about seven days. <laughs> and he was right. He's, he's you know, right. You get your haircut and about a week later, it grows back. So a lot of people can't tell. So have a good one. I appreciate it. Like, John, how often do you go? Now, I'm not going once a week like the last couple guys, but I'm probably every three weeks. Yeah, I'd say, I mean, ideally I would go every two, but generally probably once a month. Yeah. Okay. Just time it. Timing issue. We are going to get into the NCAA president's thoughts on transfers and what he will do or more importantly, won't do. But first, Heather with the news. So a Flint man is the first person to face charges in connection to the state's new safe safe storage laws. This 44-year-old man, Michael Tolbert, faces multiple charges, including first-degree child abuse and a felony violation of Michigan's gun storage law after his two-year-old daughter shot herself in the face with a loaded gun on Valentine's Day. That was just one day after Michigan's new safe storage law took effect. Um, You know... It's crazy that it happened so quickly. Somebody yeah. I was reading, they said, too, like, we didn't imagine charges coming this, this fast quickly, after yeah. this law just went in, but but it did. So um, the new safe storage law requires adults to store firearms unloaded and locked in households with children present. Um, penalties, if a child gets a hold of that gun, um, it ranges depending on the outcome of that situation for sure. Two adults have been arrested in connection with that shooting that erupted following a dispute at the Chiefs Super Bowl parade last week. Prosecutors announced on Tuesday that Dominic Miller and Lindell Mays each face charges of second degree murder, two counts of armed criminal action and unlawful use of a weapon. Officials say that Mays was in this verbal argument at the parade with somebody who had no prior history with him. They didn't know each other. They were complete strangers, got into this argument, and that's when they each pulled out firearms, obviously. Um, They say that Mays pulled out his gun first, and then Miller is the one, his, his gun is responsible for killing that local radio DJ. It's amazing that just because, and it's being reported that, this, this whole disagreement started, they didn't know each other, but because they didn't like how somebody was looking at them. It blows my mind. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. Um, There's a popular food critic. He's known as Mr. Chime Time, and he has been in Detroit for the past few weeks, and he hasn't really been shy about sharing his opinion about the local food here in the city, and he recently tried some of Eminem's mom's spaghetti. Have you guys had that yet? I haven't. I, haven't. I walked past it because I went down to Tim Allen, and it was it's, it's uh, right, it was right there, next, right Theater, next to the Fox. Yeah, yeah, I haven't either. I haven't been down there. Um, and... Uh, to put it lightly, he wasn't a fan, Oh boy! but he really dug into it. Um, his review said that he started out by, you know, saying that Eminem himself is, is iconic, right? right? The rapper, One of the best yeah. rappers, right? Yeah. But his food, not so much. Here's what he had to say. 
He didn't there hold you back. Have it. Wow. He did not hold back. Zero out of ten is what he rated Zero. it. Oh boy. So when I was down there, now maybe it was just because there was a show going on at the Fox. There was like I thought that the line was to get into the Fox, but when we got closer, the line was for Mom's, Mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah, I was gonna I say mean, the, there's always a line. It feels yeah. like when I go down for like a game or yeah. How hard is it to make spaghetti? I mean, that's the thing. Like yeah, that's the one yeah. thing everybody knows how to cook: noodles <laughs> and Boil pasta them. sauce. Yeah. yeah. Can't be that hard, but Straight apparently not very good. Yeah. Finally, four suspects have been arrested in connection to a shooting that took place on Tuesday where an 11-year-old girl was shot in the head while she slept on her couch at a house in Detroit. Um, it happened right around 4 a.m. Several of these guys pulled up, started firing shots. Like I said, four people were arrested. There is a fifth suspect that police are still looking for. The suspects in custody range in age from 18 to 23 years old. And this is not the first time that this house has been targeted. The house has been shot up in recent months several times so um it sounds like the little girl is in critical but stable condition at this point it's heather with the news it's 97.1 when you're ready for a new truck moranexpress.com take the easy way to getting the best price that's moranexpress.com search inventory top models like the hard-working silverado it's perfect for hauling what you need and yes never too early to be thinking about it tailgating Right now, you can lease a 2024 Silverado four-wheel drive crew cab from Moran Chevrolet, $199 a month, 24-month lease, $999 down. Pick up your new truck or they'll deliver it to you directly. How easy is that? It's Moran Chevrolet where you always get the best price, period, on Gratiot, north of 15 Mile in Clinton Township. was just out there a couple weeks ago. Stop by and see them. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. Good morning, 97.1. Sun's coming up. Yep. Sun's out. Guns Let's out. Let's go. Yeah. Cut the sleeves off. Heather's flexing. <laughs> you can watch us on Twitch. <laughs> yes, stream is the, up early in the morning the for you now. Absolutely. All right, John, we got to talk about this. NCAA president. He says, oh, I'm not going to limit transfers. And this got you all hot under the collar. Well, it gets me bothered because nobody is talking about being on a path to graduation. Now, everybody wants to talk about, oh, you know, the, the, the top transfers in the transfer portal for men's football and men's basketball. But nobody wants to talk about the numbers that are actually there in regards to, and I understand NIL, I understand the want to, hey, it's not a good fit, I'm going to go somewhere else. But at some point, the, 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 the entire point, or at least should be nine out of ten, if going to college is actually getting a degree, because I'm not sure if you you know know these numbers, but 1.6% of those that are in that playing college football, and I'm only going to use college football right now, actually go on to play in the NFL. What was the commercial? They go on to be pros and in other things. Yeah. And if you start adding in all of the other sports, that number goes well below 1%. So, are we concerned about making rules for the, the the extreme minority or are we going to make rules that promote graduation? And I'm fine with transferring, but there needs to be mechanisms in place so that you can actually progress towards your degree. I think it's a complete individual decision. If you want to transfer five times and you don't graduate, that's on you. You're an adult. Welcome to the world of responsibility. That's part of what college is. John, I think those are extreme cases where guys transfer four or five times. The vast majority 
will transfer maybe once because they lose out on a starting job or, or to move home. And if they need to transfer a second time, it's their life. So be it. I don't think the NCAA should be restricting these athletes. They don't restrict the coaches. You can transfer. Tell the coaches. It's just about a matter of eligibility. Right. So maybe that eligibility, instead of sitting out a year, maybe it's, and I know for football season, it's it's a much stiffer penalty than it would be for basketball season. But if you're looking at it going, hey, if you're going to transfer a second time before you graduate, because that grad transfer, we've seen that happen a number of times. Jalen Hurts was one of those. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do that a second time and it's not a grad transfer, then you're going to have to sit out, what is it, 10% of the games or you know two games, Why three games, whatever. The regular because there needs transfer. To be, Why am I, come on. I'm not concerned. There needs to if be something not, promoting graduation. If they and right now, that has been completely thrown out of the window. We don't care. We're going to use you. Just like we have in previous years, before NIL, before the transfer portal, we're going to use you for this one year, and then when you decide to transfer, we don't care. All right, and 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 that's fine. You are technically an adult, right? Eighteen, you're an adult. You can make your decisions, and you got to live with those confidence or those those consequences. But there also needs to be rules in place to help guide you. There are laws on the books to help guide us through society. Yeah, but there's okay, there's no danger. It's an individual decision. If you aren't worried about your graduation, why should I? If your primary goal is to transfer and play college football with no regard for your degree and it, it bites you in the ass, that's your choice. Well, can't give. Can't we set up a system that gives you the best opportunity at at all things with some well, you have to factor with in some rules and some parameters? We have rules in the NFL. We have rules in the NBA. You have contracts. Coaches have contracts, and I understand the whole concept of hey, coach A at a school leaves for school B, and there is all of a sudden all of these kids that committed to go play for that coach are like, hey, wait a second, this next guy coming in doesn't like me, doesn't run the offense or defense that that fits my style, I need to move. This is the audio from NCAA President Charlie Baker on the transfers and the state of the sport. He's right. Yes, coaches walk out on their contract, but they're not trying to graduate. And, and, and some, the, some the of the student athletes, athletes aren't. I know that you're, you're right. They're not. But, this, but the, the point is 1.6% of college football players go on to play in the NFL. How about the other 98.4%? Now, see, if I hadn't graduated, and, and I might not be able to do that math in my head. But you, you look at it and you say, well, there, there needs to be a mechanism in place. I'm fine. With you transfer as many times as you want, and maybe there needs to be some universal university rule, which is never going to happen, but that says, hey, these these credits are going to transfer no matter which school you're at. These credits will transfer so that we do move towards actual graduation. Well, that's more the academic issue than an athletic issue, and some stuff doesn't transfer. Yeah, but they go hand in hand. I mean, hello, well, student l- less athlete. And less. And I know that everybody wants to get rid of the whole student part of student athlete. It kind of, it's happening whether you want it to or not, right? I mean, John, not not to be a jerk. What's about the it. point of going to college? It's to get a high paying job. Yep. All right, and and, and yes, save me the stories of I I didn't go to college. I worked my my butt off. Those are there, mm-hmm. but we all know that getting a college degree is a benefit, and then acquiring or attaining a high-paying job. Sure. So why not find a way to make it so that these individuals 
and I'm talking about guys and girls in all sports, actually progress to a degree. Is that such a bad thing these days? It's not a bad thing. I, I think it's a noble thing. I don't think you're at all looking at this with with any ill intent. But if you put the restrictions on people being able to transfer, a better paying job in today's age might be playing quarterback for a different school. There could be six-figure incentives to transfer and better your life in a way that you won't get to when you can't play anymore. So while the degree is valuable, maybe it's on the back burner and some of the credits transfer and some don't. It's ultimately up to the individual to decide, I don't know, I can make more money if I transfer to Miami or if I transfer to Oregon. And I'll circle back on the degree, but I'm going to maximize my skill set now because I might not get to the NFL or the NBA or the NHL, whatever. I think there's going to be a lot of kids that are lost in the shuffle. That are ju- that that just end up missing out on a great opportunity because there was no guidance. And it, I mean, when you leave, when you left at eighteen, did your parents just stop giving you advice? Stop stop having rules in place for you, John. I think this ticket texter nailed it, and I just got a fresh sheet. John, we can set up a system. It's called parenting. Help your kids make good choices. Or I would, I would help that. Okay, maybe, uh, all, those, all those football players, was, let's go down that no, road. No, all those gonna, football players have good parents. All those no, players have parents. John, let me amend his ticket text. That's called mentorship, whether it is your mom or your dad or your uncle or your grandfather or a, right, or a so friend or a coach. If you don't or, have mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, who then are you looking for for mentorship? Friends. Uh, uh, it could be a coach. It could be a professor. How about it a, could, a system in place that helps you? What do you propose that they can't transfer after what their first transfer or their second transfer? I'm fine with with a one-time transfer as it is now, but that there needs to be a penalty in place that if you are going to transfer, then you have to sit out or or I mean and, and maybe the penalty is not sitting out. I don't know, but it needs to be something that promotes focusing on being able to attain the credits that you have to get to graduation. And maybe it's simply, hey, if you if these gra- grades don't transfer, these classes credits don't transfer, you need X amount to be eligible. And if you have enough or if you've built up enough and maybe you take 16 or 18, you take a fuller load of, of classes so that if you do decide to transfer, more will transfer and you can be eligible. There's a minimum to be a sophomore. There's a minimum number. And I know that there are some of those in place. Yeah. So this ticket texture says, yeah, we can set up a system says students have to make up, make sure 80% of their credits will transfer and maintain a minimum GPA of 2.5 to transfer. Maybe you're into that, but John, there's a lot of people pushing back on you. Graduation. That's funny, John. These aren't students anymore. Stop being naive. That is the heart of this discussion. How important is the education when it comes to college athletics? It's 97.1. Hey, your New Year's resolution is to lose weight. You can get there faster than you think with Ideal You. Go to IdealU.us now and you could lose 20 pounds in just 30 days. Whether your resolution is to lose 10 pounds or 100 pounds or anything in between, Ideal You works and it works fast. I lost 10 pounds in the first 10 days and I lost 60 pounds overall and I got to eat real whole food. That's why I've been able to stay on it. It wasn't shakes or bars or something that I had to, some program that I had to stay on. It was simply learning what to eat. And how did I learn that? They give you a weight loss coach. They're going to be with you every single step of the way. They're going to help you lose weight. They're going to help you keep it off. 
Go to idealu.us now and sign up, and you're going to get a free body composition analysis. Now, what is this? It's a, first of all, it's $150 value free, and the stat sheet that you get, it's going to tell you how much visceral fat percentage you have, water weight percentage, bone mass, muscle mass, all of that, and so much more in a stat sheet. We all love our stats, but best of all, you're going to find out how easy it is to lose weight fast. Picture yourself 20 or 30 pounds lighter in just 30 days. Now's the time to make it happen. Go to idealu.us now. That's idealu.us. NCAA President Charlie Baker, pro player, not going to limit transfers. Let them do what they want to do. These are adults. If it hurts their graduation rates, John, that you're very concerned about, it's their own choices. Give them the chance to make those mistakes. That's what that part of your life is all about. And in a lot of cases, they're going to better themselves because they're going to go to a school where athletically they might get a little more playing time. The age of NIL, they may get more money, compensate them for their skills that they may never actually make money on post-college. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see how much this whole NIL continues. What's the return on investment that that these investors are getting? And, I mean, for the top-end ones, sure. But, I'm again, paying. we're talking about the very small minority that are, one, going to continue to get paid. And if you know a quarterback goes from school A to school B, are they going to get more NIL money because they're playing? Sure. But again, you're talking about one out of hundreds. And here, let me know if you think that this might be something, because it is the school, it is the coach that everybody's pointing at in regards to the coaches walking away. Now, nobody is going to sign a coach as a a contract as a coach that says, I can't leave. Mm -hmm. All right. And And, an athlete shouldn't either. No, I agree with that. But how about the university? When you hire a coach, and you're constructing this contract, you can put things in a contract that make it a little bit more, you could uh, de-incentivize uh, the the ability to maneuver and You can make it leave. harder to leave. Yeah. And so when a coach, well, say a coach leaves, and right now you enter the transfer portal, it opens up automatically for 30 days. You get a chance to go in. And yeah, I think, and, and again, yes, I think it's fine. But how about the school? Um if you commit to a school and you go there as a freshman, how about a contract with the school that says if you transfer away, you have the right to come back here after your you know eligibility has expired. If you haven't graduated, and we will, if you're a scholarship athlete, we will pay for you to graduate. I mean, if they're willing, if there they're willing has to, to be do it. some type of of contract. And and I'm sure again that's it's a very bare bones way of going about it. There's going to have to be some more thought in, vo- in 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 place. But I just think that whether it's the school and yes, these are young adults. They can make their own decision. They have to have to live by those consequences. Correct. But can't there be something in place that allows for a young adult to make a mistake? And maybe that mistake is your first commitment. Maybe the mistake is leaving and going somewhere else, or then it, and then it, and it snowballs. You got to make a, you got to make another decision because you want to get out of the bad one you, you just made. But is shouldn't there be something in place for a young adult to make a mistake and then to have a safety net? So this is the line you walk. A ticket texter says, "John, you're trying to help them. You're actually controlling them." 
because it is this freedom question. Right. Where I don't, I, I, we used to live in a world where you had to prove to the NCAA why you wanted to transfer. Is your grandma really sick? And that was messed up. I don't think you need to ask any questions. They're not happy at their school. They want to go somewhere else. It's like anybody else. You're, you want to switch jobs. Someone's paying you more money. People do that in the real world. You're out of school. You're unhappy with your major. You picked the wrong school. You want to go closer to home. I don't need to know the reason. You're an adult. Make the decision. And it may cost you some credits. It may cause you to, to delay when you graduate. You may never graduate. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's life. I just don't want to insulate them from that and limit them from, from making those decisions. But it, it ultimately comes down to how much of college athletics are about college at this point. And that's been an ongoing conversation, but that's a tone setter from the NCAA president. We're not going to limit these guys from transferring. And it may rub people the wrong way. doesn't bother me, but this is new school, old school. Yeah, I mean, it, you, it you, is. you benefited and, and, from the experience as a college athlete. You've seen what it can do. Yes, and I also see what your degree can mean to you. Um, and the fact that you, you know, again, we're talking about a very, very small number of individuals that are actually going to go on to be professional athletes. To me, that's like a nothing statement because there are athletes who are going to financially monetize their skills while in college. Right. But and if they but, can but do that, I, I think we're heading school, towards we're heading towards a major reset of some sorts. And I can't predict what that's going to be, whether it's the and it's going to be a, a combination of a number of factors, conference realignment, um, the whole you know college football playoffs, it's NIL, it's transfers, it's all of these different things. We're heading for some type of major event in college sports that are going to reset the, what, what college sports looks like. And it may be, hey, we create a minor league and nobody even goes to school anymore. Some people think we're headed that way. Let's get to Scott. You're on 97.1. Good morning, Scott. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, Jim, welcome to the morning show. I've appreciate you know fill in on other shows, and uh, I've enjoyed listening to you. Um, I I think you guys will be great together, and I wish you guys continued success. Thanks, appreciate it. Um, I I think that um, with the whole NIL deal, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of it, and I hate what it's done to college football, but it is what it is. So, I mean, I I don't understand. I lean towards um, towards what you're saying. John with with a contract but in a different way right I mean if I'm gonna if I'm a school and I'm gonna pay you NIL money what about a contract that keeps you there for a certain amount of time well I mean if you know if the school eventually Scott if the school is the one that is paying you the NIL money right now it's it's kind of a shell game third parties yeah they're not the ones that are actually it's not coming out of the school's pocket but I think there are other things that that will happen, and we saw it with Dartmouth, right? You know, they unionize. They've yeah. unionized the basketball team, and and where does that go? What does that mean for you know major college athletes um, in terms world, of, of a union? It's a whole new world. It is. Tom, your thoughts? You're on ninety-seven-one. Uh, good morning. Uh, how's everybody doing? Yeah, good. Good. Um, I listen. It's not my intention to be demeaning or indignant, but. This is the way I see it. There are way too many young, educated, very talented people who don't necessarily excel athletically and can't go to a university on a scholarship. And parents can't even afford to send them to a junior college. So the 1.6% of the people that you say are going to make it in professional as a professional athlete how many of that 1.6% actually make a living at doing it? 
This transfer portal is the ladder. If 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 if, if Saban and and Alabama can't get me to the NFL in the first round, well, maybe this team and this coach will. I don't agree with that. If you commit to a school, you should be at that school. And this is the part for John. Please don't misunderstand my point, but I'm going to assume that you are sitting where you're sitting because of who you are and your accomplishments. I don't know what you did at U of M. I'm grateful that you did it, but I'm going to assume that your degree is not in sports radio. They offered you the job. They wouldn't offer me the job. I'm nobody. When you go to school, you go to school to get a degree to better yourself, and it's an extension of your parents. Your parents give you the tools that they had when they were a kid growing up, and they hope you do well. Well, when you educate yourself, it's an extension of that. And you go to school, medical school, law school, to, how many of these professional people, when they get done playing, can fall back and make a living on the degree that they have or they don't have? Dexter Manley. He had a degree. So, he was functionally illiterate. He couldn't even spell his own name. So Tom, and he had a degree. So Tom, I want to give John a chance to respond to that here. Uh, we got to get the Falar's update. Yeah, John, we'll give you a chance to respond to that. We're up against it. I also want to get to some Tiger baseball in the eight o'clock hour. A headline I saw today that got me all riled up. It's ninety-seven-one. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.